starting five for the 13X podcast. At guard from Evergreen Forest at six foot one, Jacob Puckle. At forward from Tom Waterhill at five foot eleven, Jack. And at guard from Meadows Elementary at five foot ten, Brady Curler. At forward from Olympic View Elementary at six foot four, Owen Brady. And from Forest Holmes Elementary, at center, at five foot two, Mohammed Louis. Welcome back to the 13X Podcast, sponsored by Manscaped, with your hosts, Owen, Brady, and Jack. Also, we have two special to get special guests today, Jacob and Mohammed. Today, we'll be talking about how basketball has impacted society for the better. Our first topic of conversation will be about how basketball has changed consumer culture. An example of this is Jordan brand. Lots of malls and stores in Europe are plastered with Jordan brand logos, and things are sold throughout the stores. It really explains how basketball has, like, gone worldwide, you know? Absolutely, Brady. I mean, you just, like, walk around school, I mean, hundreds of kids are going to have Jordans, and it's grown massively in the past few years. Sports tourism is also a very important part of basketball in the world. NBA franchises throughout America promote local businesses and bring large amounts of money to their cities. It also attracts uh, many new businesses to the area that will help fund the NBA city and the NBA team in general. One example of this is the new arena in Milwaukee that opened up in 2019. When they built the arena, a large metroplex of restaurants and places came and were built all around it and make money for every home game that the Bucks have. NBA games have also started going abroad now, such as, such as having games in Paris, Tokyo, Mexico City, and London, which has helped grow the league in these cultures. An example of this is the San Antonio Spurs. They have a large Mexican fan base that they've been capitalizing on in the last 10 years. Another example is this past season when they had the Detroit Pistons had a game in France, and Killian Hayes, who's from France, got to play there from his hometown fans. These games bring large followings throughout the NBA because fans that don't use, don't typically get to see games in person get to. With the spread of basketball worldwide, over 25% of players in the NBA are now international from about 40 different countries worldwide, including Joel Embiid. He did not start playing basketball until he was about 15 years old. He was eventually discovered in the camp by Luke and Amut, and Embiid moved to America to try and become a professional player. I mean, look at someone like Giannis, too. He didn't start playing basketball until he was like 12 or 13. Now he's a two-time MVP. Now look at Nikola Jokic, two-time MVP, born and raised in Serbia, who is about to lead the Denver Nuggets to an NBA championship over the Miami Heat. I don't know about that one. Nowadays, basketball is the most popular sport in China. In 2022, Nike made $5.4 billion from shoe sales in China alone. David Falk, Michael Jordan's longtime agent, once said that there are more people playing basketball every day in China, 300 million, than currently reside in the United States. Including players like Yao Ming have helped the sport grow massively in popularity in China. 
And teams like the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors have appealed to the Chinese market by making jerseys that celebrate the Chinese New Year, which helps bring in millions of fans. Basketball has also given people many of uh, different opportunities and jobs across America and the world. Basketball is the most diverse sport in America, with 80.7% of players being people of color. 73.2% of NBA players are African American. The NBA also has nearly 1,200 employees, plus each team has between 100 and 150 employees working jobs such as trainers, cooks, and marketing. And if you look at the average fan base, you see far more people of color than you would in, say, an MLB game or an NFL game. The NBA has also worked with and contributed to many different organizations, including the Special Olympics, YMCA, UNICEF, and the Make-A-Wish Foundation. All right, now we've got our first guest star of the day, the all-time leader in the South Sound Conference with three-point percentage of 75% on four shots, Jacob Toto. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Did you know that the greatest basketball player of all time, LeBron James, helped open a school in Akron, Ohio? Yep. LeBron wanted to focus on supporting the youth of his home by building this school. His early life was tough. His father was an ex-con who wasn't around when he was growing up. His basketball coach, Frankie Walker, let him stay with his family to let him focus on basketball in school. Hashtag just a kid from Akron. Thanks, Jacob. LeBron might not be the best player of all time, but it does bring up a good point about how the NBA offers players a great opportunity to break away from the impoverished backgrounds that they grew up in. Look at a player like Jimmy Butler. He was kicked out of his house when he was 13, became homeless, and had to bounce around from friends' houses for several years. He's now gone on to be a great player in the league and has come up with some of the best player performances of all time. He's gone on to say, quote, There's nothing to feel sorry about. I love what happened to me. It made me who I am. I'm grateful for the challenges I've faced. Allen Iverson also came up from an underprivileged background. He grew up only having a single mother who had to not only care for him, but his two sisters. The phone and power were constantly being cut out because of his mother's struggle to keep a good income. He went on to become the 1996 Rookie of the Year and made 11 All-Star teams. There's countless other players that have gone from bad situations to the NBA, including several former MVPs, including Derrick Rose, Kevin Durant, and Larry Bird. For our last segment of today, our second special guest, live from Tunisia, Mohamed. Hey dudes, uh, this is Mohammed, and today we're talking about uh, basketball internationally. So I'm from Tunisia, and basketball in Tunisia, it's quite popular. Obviously, it's the second best sports after soccer. Uh, the Tunisian national team also is a very good team, which is ranked now internationally 21st. Uh, we won three African championships. We also made three World Cup appearances. And we made one Olympics appearance, uh, which was in London in 2012. Uh, we played the game against the U.S. national team. And obviously, we got, we lost to a team stack of stars like Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Uh, also, uh, we had only one NBA player uh, whose name is Salah Mejri. Salah Mejri is a player who played for Real Madrid and... Europe, especially exactly in Spain, who won the EuroLeague with them, the second best league of the whole world. And then he got drafted with Luka Doncic to the Dallas Mavericks. And this summer, we're going to have a new assistant coach in the Brooklyn Nets, uh, in the Brooklyn Nets, whose name is Razwan Sliman, who is going to be an assistant coach during the summer league of the NBA. 
Thanks for the insight, Mohamed. It's amazing to see the impact basketball has made on another culture. And that's all the time we have for today. But make sure to tune in to the next episode of the 13X Podcast, where Jacob and Jeff have a heated discussion over how the Cuban Miss affects LeBron's legacy. See ya! Yeah.